Hello, everyone. Welcome into Living Liberty Today. I'm your host, Charlie Earl. This is episode 101. 101. Our topic today is gas. Yes, gas. As in what's going on in government and the economy and the culture gives me gas. But that's not all. Uh, We have all kinds of things going on. There was a study out in Live Science uh, this past week that indicates that a lot of those stars that appear to be moving and jumping around aren't really. They're emitting gas, sort of like our sun does when it gets overactive and uh, bouncy and flary. Also, gas is in the petroleum industry right now. What's going crazy with what you're paying at the pump for gas and diesel and things of that nature. Then we have our great president, our ruler of the free world, uh, taking some of our strategic oil reserves and selling them to a China-based company, which we know is a government-owned or operated company, in which his son Hunter and his group has $1.7 billion invested in. Meanwhile, people at home are suffering from higher gasoline prices. Then we have the fact that OPEC and Iran and Russia and everybody involved in the petroleum producing uh, facets are all in a state of turmoil right now, trying to find a level that makes it sustainable and purchasable for most people, but yet at the same time, uh, would induce a profit for the petroleum-producing companies. It's a, it's a gas, really. Also, uh, there's a little thing called range a- anxiety, which ties into gas. That's the fear of some people about purchasing an electric or hybrid automobile because of their fear of running out of the product or the recharging stations, uh, in less than an ideal period or length of distance. And so that's called range anxiety. And as we know, the uh, propaganda push would be to eliminate that as much as possible. Another thing on the news this week was Larry Storch, uh, Corporal Agarn of F Troop, passed at 99. I thought he was a gas. I love that show. If I recall correctly, It only aired for about two seasons, but I do have it on VCR or videotape. And uh, for any of you who want to watch it for a small nominal fee, like maybe a tank of gas, I'll be willing to share it with you. What else impacts the word gas? Well, the Ukraine war. I think in many respects, it's a tragedy. It's a It's just terrible what's going on there. I can't believe either side. I think I've mentioned many times on on this podcast that uh, I don't trust Russia, and Ukraine has been one of the most corrupt countries on the planet for decades. So really, I have no dog in that fight, but it does affect me, and it affects you and what's going on. The one thing I see, the one advantage out of this abysmal activity going on there is that I see that Europe and most of the globe is finally coming to the realization that the transformation to green energy isn't working out so well so far. And we're seeing a sort of a pushback 
uh, from the green energy um, agenda and that people are more and more beginning to realize the advantage of fossil fuels. In fact, uh, I read somewhere, and I'm sorry, I apologize, I can't recall where, that coal production is suddenly taking a spur upward. Now, I don't know if that's just in the U.S. or if that's globally. I suspect that's a global statement more than uh, a national statement. Another element of gas that I find interesting is that, you know, in 2020, we have had Kanye West running for president of the United States. Now, so far in 2024, Howard Stern has announced that he's running for president of the United States. I do believe that is a gas. Um, still to be determined who are going to be the GOP and Democratic nominees, and then we can hope. I can hope wistfully as a libertarian that we have a dog in that hunt uh, going forward. And I would say a credible dog because I suspect, and one of the stories I'll have later if I get to it, I suspect there is a real populist move out there where people are trying to get away from the two old parties and find a viable, sensible, rational alternative to both of them. And I can hope and pray right now that the Libertarian Party comes up with a candidate of that stature and that nature. Uh, if not, we'll have to maybe look at the independent route. Okay, let's get into some stories this week from the, um, quote, the, the Raven, Fringe Finance from Friday, uh, the headline is economists are working to change the definition of recession. And he quotes in there, uh, naturally, they're going to change, just like they change the CPI, they want to change the definition of what a recession is. But he quotes Kenny Polcari, and I'm going to give you his last quote, uh, word for word here. Okay, quoting now, everything is flashing recession. Stocks, bonds, commodities, housing, precious metals, and the Atlanta Fed. The markets are caught between lower growth and high inflation, a place where we may not want to be, but will surely find ourselves for a bit longer. And that right there, I think, succinctly identifies the current investor's dilemma. Where do you go? Because if some of the... Um, so-called prophets of doom and gloom are predicting that we should be out of cash by, I've seen anywhere from July 12th to September 3rd. And uh, because of the whole transformation to digital or the uh, robust attempt to tax savings uh, at, a, at a negative interest rate from what you might be earning. So all those things suggest getting out of cash so because of that, some people are predicting that the market's going to stabilize and start creeping back up because people need a place to put their cash. So it all makes sense until it doesn't. And I must say, it's a gas. Anyway, from the bleeding edge of Jeff Brown on Friday, said uh, he, he, he speaks, and, and Jeff is a, is a tech guy. He really looks forward to tech, and that's his realm of interest, uh, tech and crypto uh, for investing. But he says the rapid technology uh, in the 
technological field and the medical fields are places you want to look at clearly. And as he suggests, as I just mentioned, we're starting to see institutional capital come back into the market. These are the big folks that handle the, the buku bucks, and generally they they trade with bots in the sense they have a low and a high, and which when either one of those targets is hit, it's an automatic sell, which means a little guy like you, when the, when the price is going up and you decide to put your 150 bucks on that stock, Suddenly, their bot kicks in, they reap their profits, and your value goes down. That's just the way it is. You're competing with the big boys and their bots. So uh, do you have a snowball's chance? Yeah, you got a snowball's chance. Anyway, uh, another column from Doug Casey's International Man on Friday. David Stockman on the all-out commitment to destroy fossil fuels. Will it succeed? Um, I'm going to give you a quote from here, too. Energy prices are going to continue rising because the fossil investment supply development process has been short-circuited. But as I mentioned earlier, because of what's going on in Ukraine and how it impacts everything globally, that may be a little premature. So uh, you can take that for what it's worth, take it to the bank. Oh, well, maybe not to bank. They may not be all that safe. Okay, going forward from the Breitbart, Breitbart Business Digest of Friday, um, says today's top stories are Jerome Powell got the all clear for a 75 basis point interest rate rise on Friday when the Department of Labor reported the jobs numbers for June. Another 372,000 Americans went on the employer rolls. That was higher than anticipated, although I want to put a caveat into that. What they've noticed is there are a couple of things going on in employer and employment increases. One is that some employers may be hoarding their employees. In other words, doing everything they can to keep them because of the trouble they went through pandemic post-pandemic thing with the way governments messed up our employment status and paid people to stay home and then some of the uh older workers decided to bag it in and call it quits you know and go ride the boat or sit in a cabin for a while so now employers are hoarding their employees because of that uh to some degree and also many of those 372,000 uh new employment figures are people who are taking multiple jobs. They're working first and second jobs because of the inflationary pressure on their individual budgets. So they're taking a lot of part-time jobs and thus uh, giving an overall distortion to the employment figures. From the Pew Research Center on Saturday, uh, their weekly roundup, I just want a bunch of things in there you may or may not be interested in, but one of them is 69% of the Republicans say the U.S. has placed too little priority on respecting individuals' choices, and 28% of the Democrats say this. That, folks, I'm not a Republican, but that is why I'm not a Democrat. Okay, uh, Nomi Prince kind of goes against the trend right now in the sense that 
her Inside Wall Street column from Saturday. She seems to like gold and Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin's been taking it up the rear or in the air, depending on how you want to describe it. But she still feels it has value as a commodity. Some of the exchanges are now starting to stabilize and get their acts together. And I guess she thinks in the long run, people are going to find places to hide their money. And that crypto is a, a solid place to go. And being the granddaddy of them all, Bitcoin may be the best. Although, I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm kind of torn between buying one sixtieth of a Bitcoin versus five of the cheaper model. I don't know. Again, on when you get to the the lower level, let's say um, cryptos, it's difficult to determine their viability and their long term prospects. From Luke Lango's investor place on Saturday, he likes to plug the fact that Apple is coming out with this new thing called Project Titan. It's going to be the biggest, greatest thing ever since an apple or sliced bread, I guess. Anyway, he calls it Steve Jobs' last uh, the Steve Jobs' last dream before he went on to to meet his maker. And uh, but I suspect if you're looking to go to Apple to make some money off this new prospect. I'd be a little cautious if I were you because the market's already played a lot of that into the Apple shares right now. And secondly, if the, if the, if the new idea isn't as unique as, as, as what it is expected to be, then the price will go down. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Make your own decisions. And finally, our last column today from the Organic Consumers Association, Organic Bites on Saturday. I'd say they're pretty optimistic. Um, they have a column in there called The Point of No Return. Recent polls tell us that the mass of the body politic are fed up and disgusted, ready to start turning away from discredited establishment politicians, both Biden and Trump, and the two dominant political parties, know-nothing medical authoritarians, vaccine profiteers, the global elite, Anyway, that ends the mini quote there, but let's put it this way. Um, I, I, I tend to agree with them innately, but practically, I don't quite see it happening. Most people are too brain numb to make a conscious and rational decision. So it's been a gas. I hope you've enjoyed it with me. Uh, maybe next time we can be a little more optimistic and, and have a, a brighter outlook, but that's our living liberty for today. Remember, stay free, be free, and live free. I'm Charlie Earl.